worse after all. No, I think it wears off. This this part I like of it. Still into this. Welcome back to the Vegas studio at Grand Scheme Boulevard for the Lewis and Clark Show. I'm Jonathan Lewis. I'm Clark Townsend. And as always, you can email us at lewisandclarkshow at yahoo.com. That's L-O-U-I-S and C-L-A-R-K show at yahoo.com. How the fuck was your week, dude? Holy smokes. If there was if there was a 20-day week, so we talked about having long weeks. Oh, wow. It felt like this one just went on and on and on. Wow. Meetings and meetings and meetings. And I mean, y'all have put together what we do. We, we teach children apparently so my week two weeks ago was like a 10 day week and I thought that was bad no this felt like a 20 day week I think I had a meeting every day no plannings no no nothing fun Uh, and today was the big old dog and pony show nice with all the fun people nice dogs and baby horses yep and then this one had all the uh Although, I guess it's like the opposite of racism because you're not supposed to say it's racist when it goes the other way. But it was like weird comments being said in front of a lot oh, of people. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's like if um, a lady taps your butt or says like, mm, look at you, but you cannot do it the other way around. Right, yeah, right. yeah there's a lot of stuff They'd like that. They'd be like, man, you are built. And if I'm like, you got huge tits, they're like, oh! You're like, it's the same, man. Yeah. So that was this kind of week. And uh, yeah, I was just ready for it. Uh, I was ready for this. This pulled me through today. So, uh, Oh, Excited cool, to be here, man. man. How was your week? Pretty good week. It was not a million days long. That's it was good, nice. Man. It was That's a good. nice amount of days long. Um, I don't know. It was pretty good. The weather broke. Yes, it did. I thought the windows open. I feel like I slept better at night because of it. Fresh air. And yeah, stuff. something like that, man. Cool. Yeah. So uh, we came into Slayer. Yeah. Weird, right? Want to know why it's so weird? Well, yeah. Because I don't like Slayer. <laughs> Yeah. It's weird for me. I metal. I like metal, and I don't. I like. I like the guitar, and I like the drums, and I like the sure. of it. But something about when that guy starts singing, I don't like. Is the singer also Kerry oh. King, the guitar player? Or is it someone different? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. It's like yogurt and grits. I want to like them. I, I want to like it, and I try a lot. And I'm like, oh, maybe maybe this will be the grits I like. Maybe this will be the uh, yogurt I like. Maybe this is the thing I'm going to like. And I want to like it. So it's not like I have a block against it where I'm like, fuck this. Right. I just don't like it. Yeah. Maybe, do you have like a special place for Metallica that sounds too much like Metallica? Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. Because right, that's what I got from like when it went to the vocals. And I was like, I don't remember what they sound like when they sing. And I was like, hey, it's got like a little Hetfield thing going on. Like not the same, but similar. No, no, and I'm not even saying they're different. Totally different styles of singing. Totally different. It's a totally different band, and and sometimes I like. Sometimes we call that Bear City, but they're not even that. I don't know, man. It's just something about something about. It. I don't. I don't have a connection with it. I don't connect to it at all. Mm. And I want to. I want to be able to like it. I like the music. I like the. I like a lot of things about it. But when it comes on, I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, eh, I'm gonna turn this off. And I feel a little guilty about it. I also feel that way about Pantera. Well, that guy got shot. I'm not saying I don't like him because he got shot. Again, I like the guitar and I like the drums and I like the da 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 of it. But I don't connect to the music. I don't oh, connect right. to Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but other, other ones I do, for some reason I don't know why. So, that like whole metal thing, and I like appreciate it. I think they're talented. Where it gets me... Because I I didn't realize it. Like, I was like, oh, I know these Metallica songs. You know, I was like, oh, Master of Puppets and, uh... You know, I grew up on that show. I Enter Sandman and stuff. I, I like them. I like them. They're good. They're very talented. The riffs are great. He's like, oh, yeah, I love this song. Then I went back and listened to them the other day. I was driving somewhere. I had to go run some errands. And I was like, I'll put this on. I don't listen to this all the time. So it's like, oh, cool break. Something different. I didn't realize how long the songs were. They were long. Yeah, like, eight minutes for, yeah. um... Master of Puppets. Yeah, and then Maiden like, 2 was long. Yeah, okay. Maiden... But I feel like Maidens are shorter. Like, they're not... Oh, I was going to go the opposite. I was going to say, uh, in 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 general, I would say Maiden has longer songs. Do they? See, I, I, I only know, like... Silence Lev, look it up. Uh, he's out He's not today. here. Uh, yeah, but I do... 
I think I like the sound that Maiden has better. Maybe I like the singer more. I think that yeah. might be part of it. Dude. Is that he's a bit he's got a bit more range, whether it's Dickinson <laughs> or the other guy. Dude. Um, they Dude. both got a lot more of a range of highs and lows. Then they're not so much in the one end. Yeah. I'm not a big, like, I go to a lot of concerts. I go to a lot of shows, like, kind of like one a year kind of thing. But if Maiden comes back around next year. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. that Like, I saw them for the first time two or three years ago or whatever it was. Yeah, it was probably three and it fucking knocked me yeah. socks off, dude. It was the most unbelievable concert that I've ever seen. It was the most unbelievable spectacle. The sound... If you have the opportunity to go see Iron Man and go do it. I don't care yeah, what it costs. Go, go see them. They're fucking awesome. Make that happen. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, down with it. Yeah. So, uh, last week, we uh, talked a little bit about um, a cop who, off-duty, went to go to her apartment. Yeah. And somebody was in there, so she shot him. And it wasn't her apartment. It, was it wasn't her apartment. Right, it happened yeah. to be the across the street neighbor's apartment. Not a street, but a you know her. Always, it whatever, wasn't her. Yeah. It wasn't her, her fucking yeah. apartment. Right. Uh, so we did the show Friday. Yep. And that's when we talked about it. Um, she was already found guilty. I don't know if she got twenty years. She got time in prison. Um, Friday night yeah. while we were doing the show. The key witness that testified against her shot and fucking killed in the parking lot of that hotel, of that apartment building. Ah. Uh-huh. Shot and fucking killed. So, um, I don't know the whole story. Again, I don't, I don't know all of it. But um, I know there were some suspects. I don't, I don't know anything about that part of it. But there is some speculation, some speculation that she's a police officer. That's fact. Uh, they didn't say the other guy was or wasn't. Um, there's a fucking good chance that she was fucking him. That's how she was so familiar with the apartment and the key. Maybe she had one. And just so happens she turned out to be, he turned out to be fucking another girl. And she didn't like it. So I am really, really excited to see. I don't know if excited is the right word. To find out if the other girl's the one who fucking shot uh, somebody. Uh, tune in somebody. tomorrow on As the World Turns. Dude. This is like some soap opera-esque Dude. stuff. Yeah, holy Dude. shit. That's yeah. kind of cool. I mean... It's wild. It's not cool for the person that got shot and then the no. other subsequent person who's also dead. But... Like, no way, no way in hell that's it's just random. You know, no way yeah. that it was like, oh, it just so happens that this guy got killed by a, a random something too. No fucking way. Oh man, you gotta love how. Uh, I want to know. I gotta know. You got to know. I do. Uh so do you think that sort of stuff? I mean, I guess that's why we're talking about because we think it might be like fixed, so to speak, mm. like like Clinton esque almost. Uh, nope, like, I don't want to change the subject. Because you don't want to turn up dead tomorrow, or today? Huh? Exactly. I don't know what I. I'm not really even quite sure what you're talking about. Uh, so, yeah, I have no grounds, no uh, <laughs> no thought possible on this one. So, yeah, no, no clue. Oh man, really, really no clue. Um, wow. Yeah, let's change. Let's change topics completely. Because I'm a ter- I'm terrified of accident. Oh, don't be a accidental man. suicide. It's not an accident if you do it on purpose. No, no. Oh, wait, wait. Not if the Clintons do it to you. Oh, I, I mean, had, I don't know anything about it. We had this conversation the other day, me and another guy. So you know, how people used to jump off the bridge all the time. Like we're well overdue for someone to go jump off the bridge that comes onto the island. I don't understand why that's not a big deal. Why? Why it's a big deal? Just jump it off the shouldn't bridge. be. That's what I said. I said if I'm gonna do it, I'm just gonna tell you and our other buddy. I'm gonna say, hey, look, keys are in the bed of the truck. I went and jumped, and then my phone's no, staying no, there. No, uh, no. That's how it's gonna go. No. And I'm gonna tell you, it's right by the no. grocery store. What I'm saying is, why aren't people just jumping off it for fun? It's plenty deep. I think it's the 75-foot fall that might kill you. What do they do in Acapulco, the Acapulco cliff divers? Those guys are jumping higher than that, dude. Silent Celeb, look it up. I think those guys that are doing those high dives are jumping from higher than that. You think? Uh, I'm not sure. We're not pros and we're not going to hit the water right, but if you just pencil dive in, you're going to be fine. I think that that's what they're hoping is they hit the water wrong and they're paralyzed or dead. 
I think, yeah, you're going to just lay out. But I'm saying, if you just wanted to jump off for fun, I'm sure you could do it. I kind of want to bungee off of it. Nah, really? I mean, if I had the right equipment. Yeah, I guess so. Like, if I knew exactly how far I needed it to, like, boing. I'm kind of into jumping off of stuff. I don't really do it that often, but yeah. I used to like jumping off of stuff. I mean... Into water, obviously. That's the only thing, like, jumping off, like, a playground stuff into wood chips. I didn't mind that. You know, tuck and roll when you land, and you're fine. I jumped off when I was a kid. A really fucking high slide. I don't even know why I did it. It was it was one of those metal ones. Maybe you don't know about it. I know metal slides. All fucking metal. Super high up. Really yeah, steep. Yeah, really hot in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. I'm jumping off. I don't know how old I was. I was little. And I jumped the fuck off of that thing. And I remember my knee hit my chin and bit the fuck out of my tongue. I was like, oh my God. But I didn't, just jumped off of it. I always thought it was so cool. Yeah. Similar vein to that, because, you know, you go back and it's, like, not as high as you thought it was, but it's still pretty fucking high. Because things aren't as high as... It was four times as tall as I was as a kid. Right. But things aren't as tall now for kids as they were when I was younger. For sure. Right. Like, their playgrounds now are pussified. They're like, oh, look, we have to have these chips and we have to... Those metal fucking slides were 78 feet in the air. And if you went down on a hot day without pouring, like, a jug of water down before you went... You were losing skin from under your shorts on that slide. I'm saying it's a, it's amazing more people to just fall off from the top because they had that bar you do the flip over. I mean, it. they would rust through. There'd be like holes in the thing with jagged, rusty points on there to catch pieces of you as you went down anyway. Oh, man. Ah, childhood. And they have these plastic lame ones. I mean, we even had a cool plastic one that was like almost a vertical drop. But when I was growing up, it had to be. I mean, you know, looking back when I was a kid, I thought it was like ah, oh, 25 feet up in the air. It probably was. It was probably 10. still seems really high now when I look at yeah. the kids are going down. I was like, man, you guys That's the difference. When I was a kid, it was really 75 feet up in the air. Yeah. And it was, they were, and they had the little tiny sides on them. Ah, uh, Action Holy Park was also shit. a good time. That's crazy. I like, crazy we watched, I like when we watched that thing at the uh, the office during our summer job. And we saw the deadliest water the, slides. The and like deadliest, three of yeah. them were in Action ten Park. Ten deadliest water slides. And they're like, oh, I'm not even sure this works. Let's put, send a mannequin through it. Mannequin didn't come out with a head on it. They're like, okay, people can go through it. It's now. open. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. That's ah, that was here. delightful, yes. Uh, I'd like to be a ride engineer back in the day. Back in the day. Uh... No liability. It's not coming back to you. No. You don't have insurance, but they're also not going to track you down. I didn't do that. Prove I did. Do you want to be a ride engineer? I mean... And, and by ride engineer, I mean the guy pressing the button. No, no. I want to be the guy that builds it. Oh. Like, I say, this sounds cool. I've got tools, and I can find a guy to do plastic. Let's put it together. What about summer job, pressing the button to go? You I've, can go. I've done that move. You can go. Would you do it now? Yeah. Would you do at the carnival? Would you do at a water park? Would you water about, park for sure. What about like a Six Flags? Or yeah. Disney World? Yeah, for a summer. You I can, don't you do can it for sure. You can for sure be at one of these big parks, ride and, and being the guy on a cool ride, the operator on a cool ride, like the coolest ride. Yeah, sure. Oh, cool. The panty dropper. Yep. You're okay. So, oh, uh, I'm doing it, and I'm gonna be hammered the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and you should be. But let me ask you this. So, when I go to work, I work at a small place, yeah. and my parking spot is like real close to my fucking work. Mm. So, if you work at one of these big oh, you fucking park far places. Away. They put you in a special parking spot that's far away. Okay, so if I have to be there at, if my shift starts at 9, what the fuck time do I have to get into the parking lot to make sure I can get to punch in at 9? 8.30? I mean, how slow do you walk? I guess that's up to you, though. How slow do you walk, I right? I mean, I'm not the slowest walker. I'm just saying legit time. Like, yeah, it's I mean, not like you're rolling up. It's, but there's a lot going on. You on the ride and stuff. Yeah, no, you're probably getting there closer to eight. There's a lot to it, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm getting done," but I'm not getting it. done when it closes. Now I got I have this traffic to deal with every day, to to be the ride operator. Yeah, we used to because I worked at two different water parks, and I remember it was you had to test them in the morning, and then when you were leaving, there was like a closing procedure and stuff. Normally, you don't work the whole day, though. I mean, you get to come. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you're not okay. So if, if you're I open, open you and then I'm not closing, right. so I'm leaving at when there's a lot of fucking traffic. Uh, yeah, maybe. I guess. I mean, it depends on where it is. I guess if you're working at like Six Flags in Jersey, where it's right on the really parkway, I love doing it. I don't think you do it forever. I think it's a good summer job. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, something. yeah, for sure, for sure. You get, you pay for beer, you pay for gas in your car. I guess. You get a little spending money for when you go back to school. If you're Probably like, a couple free passes. Yeah. 
Get you know, some chicks on the panty call dropper. your friends. You know, say, man, let's go on the panty dropper. Mm. Let's go on the panty dropper. Yeah, dude. So wait, let's all go drop our panties. Are you not wearing panties now? No. No, you didn't get the memo. That's cool. So, huh? That's interesting. Cool. Well, I've got um, we got an email or or a couple. Yeah, we did get some emails. Do you wanna you wanna check those out in a minute? My beverage is empty. Yeah, I so could use a beverage. We can take a break, grab a beverage, and uh, let's do that. Freshen up, if you will. Powder on this. If I had a song to play, it would be about freshening up right now. Best part of freshening up. Nope, that's waking up. Yeah, change Folgers it. in your cup. Oh, we're going to put Budweiser Panties in our cup. Panties in your cup. Panties in your cup is cool. Yeah, because it means... Yes. Means someone had to take them off to put them in the cup. And then they put them in... You didn't put them in the cup. No. They put them in the cup. And that's like the come hither look. All right, man. I'm going to go put some Budweiser in my cup. Be right back. little song there the Mensingers in America you're freaking me out back on the Lewis and Clark show email us L-O-U-I-S and C-L-A-R-K show at yahoo.com it's all our case no spaces you can also hit us up on Instagram it's Lewis and Clark show um, with a bunch of underscores in between each word uh, no at Yahoo just Instagram yeah you know, no, it's, uh, you know how yeah. Instagram works you fucking know how Instagram works just yeah. do it um, cool, cool little video, man. If you want to check that out, with the one with the alien, yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, that was man. fun. Um, it's a good band. Song, you like them? Yeah, yeah, they're that's fun. a sound that you like. Yeah, that I think grungy, that I think that Americana. Is a, that's a, a generational difference between you and I. Yeah, is that sound? It's very clean to me. Uh, you're, yeah. To you, you're, you said grungy to me. It's not as raspy and undone, which I'm not bagging on it because I right. like the sound too, but there's some bands that you're into yeah. um, and it has that clean sound to it. And right. it's, it's cool. It's definitely, it's something that's, uh, it's, yeah, they're, it's not, it's, I don't dislike it. Right. It's just different. It's different. It's different yeah. for me and I get, and I get used to it. But I tell you, I did roll up to work blasting some bad religion, some old there school stuff go, the other day, dude. and that was fun too. Because it's uh, American Jesus is a fun one to roll up to. Uh, What's the first song I learned to play on the bass guitar? Nice man, like jammed it. That's it's easy too. Oh shit. Um, um, I could look. I could talk music all day. Well, let's talk about our uh, emails. What? Is that what we're doing? No, not yet. No, because I have because. Uh, no. I wanted to juxtapose something you liked with something you don't like. Uh, let's do that. Earlier we talked about <laughs> we, we talked about two bands that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, but it's weird that I don't like them. Right. Um, but it's not it's not a hate thing. It's just not my cup of tea, if you will. Yeah. Which is you know, it, it's like saying, oh, I like tea, but I don't like red tea. Okay. But it's still tea. And sure. They're like, why don't you like it? And you're like, I don't know something about it. Okay. I, nope, not saying that. Um, <laughs> OT. Right. Um, so, Toy Story 4 just came out on video. Yeah, it fucking did. And I, and I got news. I got, some, I got word that Clark Townsend does not like Jesse from Toy Story. You can't stand that bitch. <laughs> How the fuck? How the fuck do you not like Jesse? She's got those dead eyes and she just doesn't Joy! say... Joy! <laughs> yeah. Ah, nah, see, like, if you like her, you like her, I guess. I mean, it's like... No. Why don't you like her? Terrible lines. She's obnoxious. Well, I'm so you're going to blame her eyes. for her lines. I'm going to blame her for everything. It's like she wrote them herself. No, she's an asshole in the second one where she's introduced. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't think of her name. Uh, the lady who plays her. I don't know her. Oh, Forgettable sh- at most. Shit. Yeah. No, she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but that's like the woman that plays Miss Incredible. Do you not like her? I like when know. she's in movies? Where, are you like, fuck, I can't stand her voice. Is her voice? I wouldn't know her if she walked down the street and spit would know face. her. No, I wouldn't. You know the movie Say Anything? That guy, John C- Joan Cusack is who it is. 
Oh, yeah, I'm not a big that's fan. That's who she is. Not a big fan. Maybe that's the problem. I wonder if that's what it is. Somewhere deep inside, you fucking hate her. No, because it's definitely Jesse. Like, <laughs> you're like, I don't like cowboys. I don't like this fucking. No, no, ass. I like I like Woody. I like Tom Hanks in that movie. <laughs> I can go on about Tom Hanks. Jesus, Forrest Gump's a real interesting movie. All right, well, focus, focus. Yeah, yeah no, I don't Jessie, like her because the lines they give her. Well, okay, just watch Toy Story four. Tell me that she's your favorite character in Toy Story 4. I'm not going to watch Toy Story 4, I don't think. You should watch it. I didn't like Toy Story 3. To See, be honest with you, I'm cool with just one Toy Story. Toy Story 1. Toy Story 1, oh, boom, Oh, weird. Movie. Sans Jesse. There's no Jesse in Toy Story 1, and that's, that's why it's the best. But that's not why I didn't like it. Eh, go watch 2 and tell me that you like 2. I like when they found Jesse. I like Jesse. No, you don't. I, I do. And a, and a little horse pokey. Whatever. I don't... That's, that's Gumby's horse. Right. Nah, different. Whatever. Um... Look, no, Jesse's the problem with the rest of the series. Wow! The first movie by itself stands Whoa. up. Wow! Like, look, if they make a Coco 2 and they add Coca and it's like this obnoxious little girl, like stereotypical Mexican girl. And she's like, I'm late to my quinceanera! And I'm it's a whole bunch of that. super racist shit. And like, it's just off the wall, stereotypical oh, bullshit. So there's some cowboy racism there, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. can't hate that say shit. That. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, you she's awful. Like, you don't like cowboy racism. Nah, Woody doesn't have any of that stuff going against There's him. There's not a snake in her boot. Ah, man, maybe if there probably, was. Yeah, there should cool. be a fucking snake in her boot. There could be a snake in the boy's boot, but not in the girl's boot. No, there should be a snake in her something. Dan, would you like it better if yes. Woody snaked her? Well, he's got Bo Peep, so... Would you like it better if, a la the scene from Team America... Woody snaked her. Ah, oh, that movie makes me uncomfortable. Marionettes are weird. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's like, it's too much. It's you, funny. Are, does this time of year make you uncomfortable? Halloween? When when things have dead eyes and No, I'm puppety. almost 30, man. I just can't. <laughs> you I'm don't not... like marionettes. You don't like Jesse. Things are making you uncomfortable. I feel like this is bad. I feel like November 1, you're like, yes, it's turkey time. Santa's coming. But this whole, what the fuck is coming to my door? I hate October. You're right. Wow. It's it's actually fall. I like, love it. It gets colder. I love October. Yeah. I love October. I'm glad you Talladega. do. There's also one in the spring. And I love that one too. That one's better. Because it's spring. Because you're not so afraid of fucking... <laughs> Getting raped by a cowgirl, I guess. I don't know. And a marionette. Wow. Okay. Now, something else that I found out um, that you don't like that's more real than a cartoon. Oh, definitely real. Yeah, yeah, But this one's I have a sound reason for. Okay, John Mayer. He makes a stupid face. Wow. Look up John Mayer face. You have your computer right in front of you. I'm not going to do it. Yet. Please do. But that's... I'm saying most of the time when I hear him do shit, I listen to his podcast a little bit. Nope, John um, Mayer face. Just type it in. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. But he's he's not a bad dude. Nope, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he's a nice guy. And no, I you're think saying he's a very you don't talented, like him. I don't like his face that he makes while he plays guitar. Wow, that's <laughs> something. <laughs> See? And that's the wow. spot. They always like zoom in on him while he's playing and he's soloing and he's very talented. Wow. I would never take away but his talent. is that because he's so into it, he doesn't give a fuck? He's just like putting his, wow. Nah, it's not a good face. It's John not a good Mayer look. guitar face slug. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yeah, no, it's better when they put the slug in. Wait, they're also saying Eric Clapton makes a face. Yeah, Clapton's face is more, um, you can deal with it. But is this because he's playing things that are difficult for him, and it's like... It's no. not easy, so we... I think it's something that you do with your face when you're trying to, like, solo and just have some fun. You're, like, trying to... Mm, you make these you faces. Think he, so do you think he's making the face on purpose? I don't know. Or do you know. think it's just happening? Like, when I you lift sure... weights, you know, when you lift weights, you're like, Urgh! if somebody took a picture of me while I was doing that, right. I'd be fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I sure hope he's not doing it on purpose. I hope it's an impulse thing. Um, no way. No way he's doing it on purpose. I hope not. But, yeah, no, I just don't like that it's in so many still frames of him. And, like, they try to, like, promote the show by I that I think that's face. somebody else's fault, though. I think you should hate oh, the people sure sending is. those pictures. It's not his fault. Yeah. Do okay. a, t- Take anybody. You like watching football? Yeah. Let's take a camera, and then at one frame of one game, we'll get somebody's picture. And you'll be like, oh, I fucking hate this guy, too, now. Who's your favorite guy in the Panthers? McCaffrey or you know, Olsen. Okay, so McCaffrey or Olsen. Well, yeah. A picture of him tackling somebody. Him be like making a uh, face. 
And you're going to fucking not like him for it? Or not like me for no, posting, that's the picture I posted. No. Wow, just don't like John Mayer. Yeah, but it's also, funny. not into his music. I mean, I, he's I get talented. Yeah, I get that. But, but he's like, no, he's a cool dude. I just don't like the face he makes. And like, it's a very John, it's, like, look, I can tell anyone John Mayer face. I mean, aside from you, I had to look it up. Aside that you had to look it up, if I tell anyone, yeah, you know, oh, when I get a tattoo in the ditch, right? When I'm in here, I make the John Mayer face. The ditch of your elbow. You do? Oh, if you don't, I don't, you must be subhuman or something. I don't know. Maybe you love pain. You're like a masochista or something. Because that ditch is like fire spots. Yeah, but you don't. Ugh. You make the John Mayer face. You just relax and breathe through it. Yeah, you do, but you wince. You wince and you do the thing. I'm probably, probably, I'm sure I have. Yeah, you make the John Mayer face. And I realized when I first started getting tattooed that I did that. I made faces and I would like ball up my fist and just try and tough it out. But like, that is the worst thing to do. Just relax. Right, yeah, but you want to it, do it. It's it, the it impulse. It definitely fucking like, hurts. But yeah, it all hurts. That's, that's my favorite thing is when people say, oh, did they hurt? It's like, yes. It's oh, no, no, no. My favorite is when people say, oh, it didn't hurt. You're a fucking liar. That's the worst. How about I punch right. you in your You're goddamn right. face? That's, that's you didn't tell me that didn't hurt. You're let out cold on the ground. You're like, I wasn't out cold. You're a fucking liar. Uh, so we got an email from Silent Celeb. It's a, a pretty fucking cool email. Pretty interesting little topic. Um, this is the first one? Or both? Because um, we we'll, 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 we'll roll it. We'll cool. roll it into it because I think they go together. Um, he, he wanted to know who he thought was funny. Like, and I'm, and I'm guessing as a comedian or maybe not. Maybe just as a person. Somebody who makes you laugh. Like, who is someone that makes you... And I'm not saying you have to look up to this person or, or this or that. But just someone... Someone. Yeah. And you're like, man, I'm always laughing when I'm around this person. Or when I watch them. It's like, you know... Whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, see, like, person that I would say... I think that they do a really good job with delivery of everything is Jerry Seinfeld. Like, he's got his show that's, like, not really scripted as that comedians and cars mm-hmm. getting coffee. I'm sure he has an idea of what he's going to say, and he, like, mm-hmm. leads them into, like, certain jokes, and they probably film a bunch, and they don't air all of it. But I do think he's really good at just his inflection, and he makes normal situations funny. And that was his whole show with Larry David. That yeah. They, I yeah. mean, so I think he does a really good job of making the normal funny, and I think that that's what to me is the best part of comedy is like you don't need to make it something special and over the top like some of these like Dane Cook I thought was hilarious when I was in middle school yeah and I don't think he's not a great comic because he made a million dollars but he was so over the top and when I got older I was like oh my god he's still so over the top yeah but Jerry Seinfeld was never like loud guy he was always just so this happens. In the observational yeah I like the observation I like that it's all real and you're just reacting to every day and there's a humor in reacting oh, yeah. and how you handle things. And then also, the retelling of your daily events can kind of be funny. Mm-hmm. So I like how Seinfeld does things. Who's, yeah. who's it for you? Um, well, as far as like comedy stuff like that, I think Larry David is good at it. Just his delivery is funny, and yeah. I understand what you're saying about that. I do like Dave Chappelle. I know we just talked about him, and maybe it's because well, that was also pretty, in his pre- other... pretty much any comedian who starts off with something... Or somewhere in their show, and and it's it's not just a series of one-liners, this and that. I love the idea that you get the audience in, and they buy into something, and then you wrap it around, and you go to some different topics, and then tie it back in later, and it's like, gotcha! Remember that thing? And then you got all this, and they, and they don't know what's even coming. And when they don't know what's coming, and then it's tied right back in to something you said earlier, oh my God, to me, that's genius. I just love, and that might be more storytelling to yeah. me than it is comedians. Um, okay. Now, people that I think are funny, things that I think are funny, to be honest with you, it's, it's you guys. It's, it's you guys that I hang out with in the summer. Um, we're just always laughing. And it's nobody gives a shit, and it's off color. And if anybody ever heard it, they would be like, "What the fuck? Go to jail!" But we all <laughs> have this understanding that no topic is off limit. We love everybody. We don't have a problem with anybody. We're not mean jerks or whatever. But just like we understand each other's joke joke wheelhouse right. and can say some things knowing that there is um 
and and maybe wrongly, yeah. you know, this pedophile said a thing, and then there's a, some weird pedophile joke, and we just realize that it connected to a thing in a yeah. different way, and that's what's funny. Not that pedophilia is funny. Not that somebody's dead body is funny, but when you connect it to something, and I think all you guys have a, a way of doing that and the way we play off of each other, um, that to me is just hilarious. And it doesn't, that wouldn't work as a comedy skit. You couldn't go on stage with that. You couldn't, uh, that's not a, it's not a movie. No. It's not, it's not any of that. It's just riffing off of each other and you're all in the same headspace. And I think that to, to, to know a handful of people that are in that same headspace that could just make us just start giggling back and forth is funny. Well, and you know what? So you said it couldn't be in a movie, and I think it can, because I think that Seth Rogen does it with what he does. Because seeing some of his movies, so we went and saw, I think it was him, and if it's not, then sorry, um, Booksmart. Mm. So, sort of like Super Bad with Chicks. Yeah. And it was it was well done, yeah. funny, um, and then Brady's movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I had yet to see. I'm waiting for it to be mm-hmm. uh, available again. Yeah. Um, I think that he does a good job with his storytelling in that he makes it both situationally funny and then things come back to each other. Yeah. And I, so he, yeah. Does, he does a good job of combining things. And he's also super off color. Like, things that he does in his movies. Like, right. if you go to a Seth Rogen movie, like, you know it's directed by yeah. or written by him. You know that it's going to be cringeworthy or it's going to be not so PC like the stuff I don't, we do yeah, in the I, don't, I don't think that stuff is cringeworthy but like you're saying just because I, it's not PC because the, the people today are like oh my god you can't do it like fuck that stuff like if it's funny it's funny I mean so that that whole you can't do it today you can do friends you watch The Office going back now the things that they were saying on The Office even six eight well, look, years dude, ago when you were a kid and you and you, and you said diarrhea joke <laughs> diarrhea cha cha yeah, yeah, yeah. like that like you weren't supposed to be talking about it. It's funny, man. Like but, that's when you're pushing bound. Ba- but I'm I saying, even say you got to push They wouldn't put it on TV now. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, because like it, the jokes were, they're too much for the audience now. People are gonna say we're offended right, unless right. you're South Park, unless you're the Family yeah. Guy, unless you're like a mainstay on TV. You're not getting that same stuff aired. Right. I mean, I still like I, it. But I, I think, laugh. like what you're saying with the Seth Rogen movies, I think it's more character development than it is... Right. It's character development and staying true to the character, where this this goes through... Dumb and Dumber's a great, a great example, because those two characters did things as their character would do. Right. And they never... At the end of that movie, if they would have gotten on that bus... Yep. That whole movie went to hell, because there's no way in hell they are. <laughs> I bet you there's a town just down this road. And then they fucking go, there's going to be two lucky dudes. And then they're just like, that's the kind of stuff you have to stay true to your character. Like, who's your character? And then you can build it. You don't build the jokes first. Or if you do, then you have to make the characters proper. And that, I think, is what a proper comedian does. On stage um, would, would be really cool. Would you do it? Do you think you could? Do you One, do you think you could? Two, would you want to? I think I could, but I think I think it takes a lot of for me because of the comedy that I like and the stuff I would want to do, it would be gathering other stories. Like it'd be things that I've seen because I could retell a story and make a normal thing or an abnormal thing that uh-huh. happens during my day, you know. Like we mentioned what we do. We can turn some of that into comedy gold, mm-hmm. and people will be like, oh my god, we've got one just like that. That's what Bill Cosby did for... I know, we're not supposed yeah. to talk Bill Cosby. But he was funny. But yeah, yeah he was funny, and his kids say the darndest things. Kids say hilarious shit right. and don't realize they're funny all the time. We had a kid, talked about... He came in to my room. We'll talk about this. He says, hey, I think this is one of your students. And I say, okay, cool, ask him. It's not mine. It's a jacket. And the kid says, nope, not mine, I'm wearing mine. The kid says, oh, he looks at me. And I say, well, I guess it's not his. So the kid leaves the room, closes the door. Then comes back in as I restart what I was doing. And he says, are you sure? Because it smells just like him. And I make the the what the fuck face to all my students. I say, come again? It smells just like him. 
this kid stinks. I was like, ah. Uh, He's got the wrong job. I was like, I don't think, ah. Uh, don't sniff my students, man. I don't know what to tell uh, you. Yeah, man, I, uh, think the, I think the correct answer there is, hey, man, check your jacket. You might have the wrong one on. Now you're smelling up another one. You're smelling up another jacket. Take it off. I just make thought sure it was in. hilarious. Yeah, no, but I'm with you. You know what? And it's like, and then there's more stuff that can follow along with that. But obviously, there's situations that you can turn into humor. And you're just like, wow, I could just sit and gather and write a book. I could sit and gather and do yeah. an hour-long Netflix special. Would I do it? I don't know that I would do like an open mic stand-up night. Because I feel like that's three minutes or whatever they give you of time on a stage that is like, you either crush it or you don't and there's very little gray area in between those yeah. two lines because yeah. after going to one of those things I told you um, people that were awesome stood out the people that didn't I was like yeah this person went up kind of sucked and I haven't I haven't ever been um, it, I think I would like to do it I think it's something that I would enjoy doing but I don't think um, a three minute a three-minute stint on the stage would be right for me. I think my personality wouldn't come out. I think if you have a joke, you could tell a joke mm. in three minutes. But if you're doing, you could do a bit in three minutes. Right. But if you really want to weave this tale, you really want to get the audience into. It, if you really want to get them to understand who you are and the reason you're saying this, and to really get the whole buy-in. So better than like three or four chuckles is one thing at the end to really fucking blast it in there. And they're like, oh my God, that was awesome. And I would love to be able to do that. Um, I would love to do it. Yeah. But I don't think an open mic night would be right. But even at comedy clubs when these guys are working on material, they're working on five minutes. All right, put five minutes together. Five minutes on the clock Five minutes is a on, long is time. It's a long time, and it'd be cool to be able to It's put... also a short time, though, if you're looking at a long game thing, like you're saying. Right. Like, it's weaving a story and weaving these jokes together. But I think five minutes, you could do it. Because it's re- it really is a long time, but you'd really have to start with something, set the stage, set the precedence. You could really bring them in, the, in one direction, and I think that's, that's where comedy is good. It takes you in one direction, and then it comes and hits you on the other side. It's, it's this old joke. Yep, Look at my hand, and you whack him from the other side. It's that. That's the shit that, like, I didn't see it coming. Holy shit, that was funny. When you know the joke's coming the whole time, it's not funny. Right. And so you really got to be able to build that in. Your your storytelling, like, bits are funny and bits are this, but, like, sure. the people that you really like are really weaving a whole thing together. And to me, that's cool, man. I love that stuff. And it's rare. It's rare that it's really awesome all the time. And I, and I like to watch comedians. I watch them a lot. Yeah. Um, and I like different people for different reasons. Um, some people are political and funny. And so, but it's not. I don't like it because it's political. Some people are raunchy and it's funny. But I don't like it because it's raunchy. No, it's I like they it are funny and they just haven't like had their it. style. Yeah, yeah, their material came together in such a way. They might have said fuck 27 times. This guy, make you funny. But it doesn't. But... It doesn't not make it funny if it's really funny. Right. If it if that's your personality and you say it and it's just you know, you're the way you're saying it, whatever. But if you're just like, eh, fuck this guy, you're like, eh, funny. No, like fuck isn't the punchline. It's not even really part of it. It's not it's not even part of the joke. It's just that's how somebody talks sometimes. I sometimes I talk like that. That's a that's a valid point, yeah, man. Um Interesting. I'd love to do it. I would love to do it because when you get to make when you make people laugh, when people like laugh, oh, it's so cool. It's a it's a really good feel. And then you just want to do it again, mm-hmm. and then you want to pull it again, and then something happens and it doesn't happen. You're like, oh shit, that one. I didn't connect with them on that one because when you make somebody laugh, you're really connected with them on a level that, uh, at a different level. And then when you say something, you think you're there, and then they're not there. You're like, ooh, either I, my delivery was bad, or just this wasn't right. But then, but man, when you can make somebody laugh, that's fucking gold, dude. That's right. That's fucking gold. Like they say. What do they say? There was a... Fool me once, shame, shame on, on you. me. No. Uh, oh, you, me, got what? it. Somebody, uh, fuck you. Uh, so no, it was, uh, if you can make a cop laugh, you have a chance. I don't know how true that is, and if we could call up Don 1-1, we could see if that's true. I think it might be, because he's told us some funny stories. 
And when he laughs, he uh. seems like he's like, yeah, all right, it's a warning. Maybe it's not always true. But... I mean, it's, I wouldn't go juggling in the car. No, no, like, I'm not going to try and, like, doing. do, like... I'm not going to pull, like, my seesaw out, and it's a saw with glasses on, like, right. Carrot Top. But I think, like... Oh, that's awful. Right, but that's Carrot Top. Um, oh, we could do a whole bit on Carrot Top. No, no but, I, I mean, to. it's just one of those things. Like, I think when you can make that emotional connection when you make someone laugh, I think they do. Like, they're like, yeah, right, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, because... It's like, ah, you made me laugh. You're funny. Not, not only I don't want to hurt but your like, feelings. Yeah. In order for you to laugh, there's a connection somewhere. Right. You, you both are on the same line of, we both think this is funny. Right. If I see a kid get hit with a kickball and he fall, and like, that's funny. We're all going to laugh. But some people aren't going to. Yeah. I don't like those people. I don't like those people. Let's take a break and we'll come back and uh, we'll talk about uh, other things. Okay. Maybe you can try. Watch this video, man. It's got the hottest chicks in it. Those are the guys. <laughs> Maybe a lover, but you ain't no dancer. Oh my god, I don't even want to turn it off. Welcome back to the Lewis and Clark Show for segment three. You can email uh, us at Lewis and Clark Show at yahoo.com at L O U S and C L A R K Show at yahoo.com. All lowercase, no spaces. Holy fucking shit. I love Molly Crew. Yeah, so I'm going to do a shameless plug for a buddy's band of mine. Uh, buddy's cousin, but you know, buddy, because we're friends. Do- walk their dog. Well, Milwaukee's. The Milwaukee's. Sick. New Jersey band. Cool Americana style band. They did a battle of the hair bands. Yeah. And it came down to Poison and Motley Crue. And it was not on quality of music. It was just on hair bands. And being hair bands. And it Motley came Crue down wins. by an umlaut. I don't know and I'll show you the uh, the final umlaut scoreboard. Umlaut has the two dots? Yes, the two dots over it. Because the crew. It, yeah. But because it wasn't on musicianship. Because I made the same comment. I, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought it should have been a lot okay. more. Okay. And they said... On badassery? It was on... Motley Crue kicks their ass in badassery. At, go watch old Poison videos. No, no, Poison had the chops. They had the showmanship. No, no, I, I'm with you. So I, it was I, only on hairband stuff. It was only on hairband quality. It I, wasn't on musicianship. I think maybe I'm just more down with uh, le- black leather than I am with women's underpants. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not down. I'm. I'm <laughs> I like. I like. When women's underpants are down. <laughs> Far out. Um, but the neon and the stuff, I, I'm more into the leather. I, it's a tougher look, don't get me wrong. I think they're all a bunch of pussies. But the leathery look, to me, would kick the ass of the other one. And, and to me, it comes down to they more They do than... something to his ass. I don't know if he's kicking it. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> so that was Molly Crew, and that was Helter Skelter. And Beatles. The, uh, the originator. Of the so, Helter Skelters. Did that song, do you think, spur like the true punk rock and metal movement, you think? Um, I'm not going to give it that much credit. But what we forget, hmm. um, forget maybe is the wrong term because maybe we never learned it. When the Beatles were coming around with a British invasion and there was a couple other bands. Yep. Even Elvis. That fucking devil's rock and roll. Yeah. That was the heaviest shit at the time. That was, I don't know what the other songs were. I don't know what else was going on. But when that came in, the only thing that I can relate it to was in 91 when I first heard Nirvana. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I love it. And then other things happened that were like it. I can only imagine it was like that. Where it opened up doors for everybody else to have a similar sound yeah, okay. and to do a similar... Not that they were the only ones doing right, it. Right, yeah, yeah, Because other people may have been doing it in their basement, in their garage, and, and enjoying it. But this was the first commercial success, if you will. I hear you. Which opened the door to, now we have an ear for it. For, far out. And I like, that, uh, I like that analogy because listening to that 
And then knowing a little bit about the Beatles when they were making songs that they could all play as just four guys and nothing else. They ran out of technology. Like, I mean, it's the saddest thing. They toured themselves to where they were playing places that were still selling out. Shea Stadium was, the I think, the last live show they ever played. Okay. Mets home field. And they <clears> said, Shout out, boss. They said, we couldn't hear ourselves. And they had the biggest amplifiers they could get at the time. They had the best wiring they could get at the time. So what does that mean? You it means they yourself. stopped tired. They, they means that they were playing as loud as they could. They were all turned up to 11, spinal tap. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the speakers they, are facing out to the crowd. The and crowd they, can they hear everything. They were even plugged into the Mets PA system that normally okay. announces the baseball games. And they couldn't hear jack shit. People that were in the crowd. What were they? Uh, what, Whoopi what, Goldberg was in the crowd. But what could they hear? Like, what were they hearing? Noth- they, like, nothing. Like, was So, at the time. So, right. So, you watch these bands now. They have in-ear pieces. So, they've got these in-ear uh, monitors, pretty So, much. what is that? What is in their ear when I see that? So, is you're that hearing everybody? the drum, you hearing the bass. You're not hearing yourself, necessarily, because you're playing along with your rhythm section. Your rhythm is hearing each other. So, your drum so is you're hearing, hearing everybody but you. And you're all hearing the singer. Because it's a lot easier to play to a singer. Right. And then if you're hearing one bass component or one rhythm component, the guitar can play Just to help himself. you keep right. time. You know what you're Everyone's doing. Everyone's kind of playing together. You're not hearing yourself necessarily. You might be hearing yourself if you're the drummer just so that you hear the timing. Okay. And you know your shit. And that's just so that so you the hear the So the Beatles didn't have that. No, not at the time. Okay. Which, um, but so they what, had the so biggest what, amplifiers So what did the they hear when they're playing? Nothing. They heard the crowd. The crowd, they said, was so obnoxious. They cut that set short. It was the last show they ever played for the reason that it was too crazy. They could not play live so anymore. they couldn't hear it because the crowd was too loud? The crowd was too but loud. Beatlemania was too loud. they loud. couldn't hear. They didn't have any. They didn't have one speaker facing themselves? Even if they did, they couldn't hear it. Wow. Which, I mean, so it's the documentary, Eight Days a Week. Wow. Talks about their touring years. Wow. So the Beatles were what around. What fucking... Sh- Can you imagine going to a show and that was happening? Right. Or is Can that you- what happens now because... The, but they have earpieces, so it's not, but like... I mean, when I was at the Warp Tour this summer, and it was like a big festival, and at the end of the night when there were, you know, 45, 50,000 people all watching one stage for like either Blink-182, A Day to Remember, uh, Bad Religion had a big crowd. I think there were still some people trickling back in. They were still so tight because they have those in-ear pieces... And I don't know if the crowd makes the same noise like it was. Like, you know, right. no one's screaming like a little girl. Like, you want to hear the music. I don't know that it was the same because this was because like Because they pandemic. were screaming because, like, the girls. It, it's, oh my God, it's John. It's not. They're now not it's, singing It's not it. a bunch of music enthusiasts that are like, hey man, the, you're our people. We like listening to you. We're just going to listen and dance. And okay. it's not that move. It's so much as it's, oh my God, it's you. It's like... I think that's a different thing. All right, so when again, so when I went and saw Iron Maiden, yeah, um, th- I mean the sound was phenomenal, of course, it, and it was a lo- it was loud. Now, um, professionally, yeah, I'm a talker. It's my job. For right. 21 years, you talk. I talk. Yeah, I can talk all fucking day. I can, whatever. I'm not. I'm not losing my voice. I've tried. Tried. I've gone out of my way to try. After Iron Maiden, I I remember that I yeah. had a tough time for almost two weeks, three yeah. weeks with my voice. Um, so it loud. was so loud that I could sing every word along with the band as loud as I could, right. and did. And the person next to me couldn't hear it. Right. Nor could I hear them. But it also wasn't so loud because everything was right that it hurt my ears or it was annoying wow. or it gave me a headache. It was so dialed into, here's the music. You just look around and see people's mouths going, rah, rah, rah. They're all saying, everybody's, collectively, everybody's, everybody was singing every song. But isn't that the difference? I mean... I, I grew up going to like the CD clubs and stuff for shows and like, oh, you know, you stand close to the speakers so you want to be close to your band. It's just where the speakers are. They're right on the stage. And you leave in the next two days, your ears ring. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now that it's like, you know, the bands that I liked when I was younger have gone and gotten bigger. Cool. Good for them. I'm happy for yeah. them. I go see them at a bigger venue now. Yeah. Awesome. 
Um, I think the quality of speaker counts for something where it can be louder and not kill your ears because it's not. Is there a tone? It's not hitting. It's not just. I like, think it's a yeah. decibel they're missing, and they know like where they can hit their ranges and stuff. Um, or, or is it um, that you know you're sitting in a different spot and the speakers aren't hitting you the same way and like yeah oh I can't afford to be right up front anymore because I used to go see them for like you know five bucks and right. I just would buy a beer and go post up by the uh, stage. All right, anyway. so with the loudness that we're talking about, right. How does that compare to what happened at Shea Stadium? I think that it was just technology was lacking, like we were saying. So the so the sound, they had the so biggest the sound of the band. crowd right. isn't different. No. The crowd the, the when I went to see Maiden, the crowd was still loud. The right. crowd was still loud. Yeah, maybe, and I'm not saying fanatical. I'm not saying anything of that right. because that was insane. Bus, that was right. like something new, and they were screaming, yeah. and, "Oh my God, it's really them!" And this is this is Iron Maiden. 40 but years even, later. even look at Iron Maiden when they were first the thing here and they were being Iron Maiden here and it was a big Eddie mania. I'm sure was, that was a different. I'm sure it was, that different. was a different. I'm sure it was. But also think that was almost 20 years post Beatlemania. Think of how far technology had came. Mm. Think of how far it's come in 20 years since. I mean, five we're years, not using cassettes yeah. or CDs anymore. We right. had both. Right, there's nothing. There's, there's we're not just, using DVDs anymore. I mean, nothing, we have yeah, them, you know, yeah. but we don't use right. them. Blu-ray, not even a thing. We Dude, just, there's not even you don't even need a wire anymore. It's right, just it's Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Or yeah, everything's streamed, everything's downloaded. So it's think of how far technology advanced. Imagine, so the band is hearing it in yep. their ear in live time, not even on delay, like we're hearing but it all, from back but there. But all of the audience is cut out. You're not hearing the audience. You're hearing live interface from the band. So the their so their sound is getting, it, it's. So, however, however, it weaves back into them. It's just their instruments through their wires through their thing. Whether it's wires or wire or, or wireless, it's, it's it's their instruments into their ears so it's they as can fast hear. as it can possibly get. That is yes. fucking. I am so interested in that kind of stuff. It's a cool that is science. so cool. And there are a lot of people a lot smarter than me that can explain it a hell of a lot better. Mm. But the whole thing is analog waves to digital zeros and ones mm-hmm. to a processor that sends it to everyone else's shit back to zeros and ones back to analog waves so they yeah. can hear it and then keep playing along. Yeah. And it happens in fractions of a second. Which is freaking wild. Yeah, no, and I, and I get the timing of it, but I'm just saying the loudness of it and the yeah. fact that the band is... You're saying the Beatles, however many years ago... They stopped was, playing live because of it, because they could not hear themselves. They said it wasn't fun to play because you don't they can't hear doing. each other. They said, screw it. If we're not playing to enjoy ourselves and play for because a crowd... Because are playing with each other. Right, but they yeah. can't hear each right. other. I can't hear Ringo playing drums if I'm John... And I can't hear, you know, I've got Paul over the here. Idea of I've got music the other guys, where, George. And we're all just up here like trying to jam along. And I know my count, but if I don't know where you're at in the song, that sucks. I don't want to put on a shitty show. And that's, I think, the best part about it is they right. don't want to put on a bad show. Not because we're not having fun, but because we don't know how it's coming out. And that was the problem, I think, was that they couldn't hear how it was coming out. And then it also, by no longer touring open the door for them to make more songs that experimented in other sound. Yeah. And the things that they and then the Beach Boys subsequently as their I I, I think that was there was a competition with Pet time. Sounds and Revolver. Yeah, the re- Yellow they Submarine started, was not Yellow Submarine, it was the White Album. Sgt. Pepper then Sergeant Pepper. Uh, Pepper was one where they stopped touring. That was where they started seeing what can we do if we never use just the four of us. Like we have the four of us and we still do our things. Mm-hmm. Then Pet Sounds came out, and that was like the six or eight of them having on the Beach Boys. I don't know. Uh, oh, and then they had orchestras, and they had people. Right, come and in then and they had... like Paul and like them are like, dude, you guys heard Beach Boys? Like, it's pretty fucking good. Like, we like the Beach Boys already. We knew we were kind of like competition, American, UK. And then they're like, well, we're gonna do this on our next album. And then like they would do their thing, and the Beach Boys would up their stuff yeah. on their next one. So that's so cool. kind of cool. And then I was listening to, uh, watching, rather, the PBS documentary on country music. Mm. So it goes through the whole history of, like, modern country from when it first started being recorded sound in America. Radio stations were, like, the kickoff of country music. Yeah. Like, going back before both bands. Mm-hmm. 
And there was a guy that was selling snake oil up in Kentucky for a while, got ran out of the States, opened a radio station down in, just across the border in Mexico. He said, well, I don't have to abide by American rules for my radio station down here. So he ran up as much power as he could to this thing. Apparently... Because then it could reach anywhere. It could reach anywhere. At night, you could hear it in Canada. And apparently, in the afternoons, if your kid had braces, they got great reception. Far out. As did the farmers walking around by their barbed wire fence. They could hear the radio coming in because of how it was transmitting through. I was like, how powerful was this? And he would bring in the Carter family, like, pre when it went to being, you know, Aunt Mabel and just the Carter sisters. It was the whole Carter family. He would bring them in to play songs live because they weren't recording sound because magnetic tape wasn't a thing. Pretty cool. Like, the stuff we're doing now on this is all digital, which means that none of this is being recorded on any sort of magnetic tape. This is all being recorded into zeros and ones. It turns out pretty quickly, and then we put it on five minutes after we're done. And it comes out exactly the way it sounded. Right. It's... There's, there's no... Like, we don't process or we don't no, edit or anything like that. Yeah. People it's are like, this no, is shit, us. you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but how cool... Sorry, I went on my, like, nerd app no, thing. That's what I geek cool, out man. on is, like, I, all this I stuff. I like it, man. I think that's cool. Um, this is my class that I'm taking now on Tuesday nights is on audio production and recorded sound. Cool. So, um, what else did we have for segment three? I know we rambled a little bit about um, Beatles and stuff. Somebody, uh, I don't know if it was... Little such, Brother, yeah. yeah talk, talk about that. Devo. So, yeah. He asked about a um, new movie, Point of Controversy, the Joker movie. Um, I guess because it's a point of controversy because of the whole Dark Knight thing when that first came out and that was like a shooting or maybe it was the Bane movie. I forget. You'd be there was, wrong. There's a Batman. That is not why. That is not the controversy. Is that not? Okay. And, and amazing as it sounds, that is not the controversy. Cool. I'd like so, you to share. Um, there were some people in a movie theater theater th- oh god yep, so, okay i am so self-conscious about saying that yeah because i know we had that thing. um and they self-evacuated for whatever reason you know because there was a whole thing but the real reason that there was controversy in the movie is this is it the animals or uh glitter gary glitter gary glitter who what whose sports team did not come out to this? Every sports team came out to this. What? Or if it didn't come out to it, they played it. When they won, everybody was like, uh oh. Right. Oh, you got I bet you if you're listening, you got chills now because you remember when your team, high school, college, pros, this was on. Right? I'm gonna fast forward in a minute. Let's listen to some more. It's just more of this. Hey. Oh, no, it's not here. Apparently, it's, like, somewhere else. Let it go to the hay. Hey. Right. So. This song's the point of contention for that movie? Yeah. Huge pedophile. (laughs) Convicted fucking kids. And people are like... Like the sports teams, you. When was the last time you heard this at a sporting event? Oops. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit is right. People are like, "Fuck that! No way! You can't have this in the movie. You can't put fucking money in this guy's pocket. Fuck you! He fucked kids." Okay. And now people are up in arms about that. And this goes back to our cancel culture and fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. You know what those people don't realize? They're wrong. They're wrong. He doesn't get a royalty every time you fucking hear That's a song. Right. Every time you hear a song doesn't mean somebody gets a royalty. Right, they pays. sell it in the beginning. Right. This is what it is. This is how much he made. You can play this song 78 million more times. He's not so, making 78 million. So if it wasn't sold any at all in the last 10 years, let's say. I'm just making up a number. He's still rotten in prison. Sure. Is the song dirt cheap for them to put in the movie now? I mean, like, okay, so no one wants to hear it. Or they say, I don't want to support it. But they put it in the song because it is a popular song. Everyone knows it. And fuck you. Right. Here's, here's my point on that. Fuck you. Um, fuck you. I mean, are you going to stop listening to Michael Jackson and stop embracing him as the king of what he did of pop because he was a convicted pedophile? But he was? Which one? Was he convicted? 
Or is that still popular belief? I think there was like a whole I thought trial. He, did, he, did he not die first? Doesn't mean you're not a thing before you die. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, was he tried and convicted? I don't know. I, don't know I was, was younger. But I don't cares? know that he was. But okay. It still... Was Let's just say he was. Okay. Let's just say he was. Does it take so, away from him as an So artist? now you drank fucking Pepsi. Pepsi used Michael Jackson songs. You're, you're a fucking... Like, do you want to live in that world? Look, 2003 live- Britney went crazy and she was also... Remember when she was Hit Me Baby One More Time or yeah, whatever? And it more, was like, one more time holy Britney. smokes. Um... Yeah, but that was that was more her fucking herself up. But can you imagine somebody who's like, "Oh my God, you're drinking a Pepsi," and, and it's because Michael Jackson and like you're fuck, go fuck yourself. Those people are stupid. I think um, I can't I can't handle that shit. So I'm not okay with. I've it. been rewatching South Park from the last season into this one, mm-hmm. and ah, they do such a good job of uh, making fun of the satire. And bringing out that common culture in what we're seeing. So it's uh, the PC babies now. Like, oh, there were some PC babies at the bar. And the guy says something. And I think he says something's gay. He's like, you know what I didn't mean? And then the babies are crying. And they're like, no, babies, I meant this. And the babies are still crying. He's like, okay, would it be better if I said this? And the babies stop crying. He's like, okay, cool, I found the PC answer. I was like, Jesus Christ. But are we going to keep succumbing to the the No, dude. No. I'm going to tell you, man, I really think it's on the way out. It might get a little uglier before cool. it gets better. I'm cool with that. Um, but there's no way, there is no way in hell that sustains itself. Maybe. I mean, I don't think there is. I hope you're right. But the other side of that is what, what caused these other societies to fail? I the, the, the Roman Empire. The, Greece. They, these places, if you look at numbers, were societies way fucking longer than we were. Right. But or we are. What caused them to fall? Was it the infighting? I, I don't know. Somebody maybe can email us and tell us. I forget. But, I remember reading about it. I mean, it's part of it, this yeah. bullshit. Like, it's, this, this stuff is bullshit. Yeah, no we're one was letting, offended, yeah. We're letting, and I'm saying the offended part, because that's, that's new, but a broader scale of was it a minority of people? And I don't mean minorities. Right. I mean, a, was cer- it like a, the a group of leftists people or the were the thorn in the side right, and yeah. everybody caved into them. You, you really shouldn't be having those lion fights. Oh, God, you're right. We shouldn't. You fucking had lion fights. Shut down the Coliseum. No, fuck you. We're having lion fights. Interesting. So, I mean, so like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that part of it. I think once they take football. I think that's when we fall. I disagree. I, well, so I disagree because it's money. It's not society. That's money and sponsors. Keep the people entertained, and they won't give us not about... But look at the people starting to play football. Now, the people playing football aren't... The gladiators. It's, it's No, it's not. It was. It was in the 70s when you look at Mean Joe Green. That's true. And you look at those guys. They were fucking gladiators. They were out there playing because fuck you. We're playing football. Now the guy wants his million dollars. Where's my diamond ring? You got mad at me because I had my Rolex on on the sideline. Fuck. Fuck you. That's not even football. That's not the same men. Yes, you're athletically inclined, but that's not your gladiators. I don't. Some... So I don't believe in... I don't believe in... Football falls, we fall. I believe in when everybody caves in to the one. You know what? Sometimes you gotta let the one go. Mm. Sometimes you gotta let the few go. It's better for everybody else. Okay. We can't, you can't collectively as a group, okay, we're all on a cruise ship and one guy falls overboard. Turn the boat around! I'm okay with turning the boat around. It's not hurting anybody. Not going let's, back to port, though. Let's make a human chain. And every single person is going to be human chaining off of this boat. But, because we have to save this one guy. And, and then the last person can't hold on anymore. And then you lose 2,000 people. Yep, sucks. But you could just let that guy go. Because he was the fucking one in the wrong. Sometimes you got to let that guy go. Interesting. Interesting theory. It's a good fucking theory. So, I ain't saying I'm right or somebody else is wrong or, or vice versa. I'm just saying 
you can't fucking pander to the one. The one guy who's like, wait a second. I don't like pineapple on pizza. It's offensive. And now no one's allowed to have it? Go fuck yourself. Sure. Um, before we close. Okay. Joker movie. You gonna go see it? I don't know. I don't have any. Cool. I don't have... Uh, You're not... And not because I don't like any of the characters and not because I don't like any of the anything. No, I like Joaquin Phoenix. Or uh, yeah, Phoenix yeah, whatever. Yeah, he yeah. walks the line. Um, I, I would like to see it. I would like to see it. I'm not going to go to the movies. I don't want to pay 10 bucks. I think I'll pay four on my... A dollar and a half when it comes to Redbox or whatever. Sure. I definitely want to see it when it, when it comes out. I don't but like... I'm not, I'm not going to go see it. From what I understand, I don't like that there's like a 30-year age difference at least between the Joker and Bruce Wayne. Wait, is Batman in the movie? As like a child. Totally okay with that. I don't like the age because I always how is that, Bat, how is Joker going to beat the shit out of Batman when he's an old? I always man? felt that the Joker was older than sixty Batman. to thirty though. If you're a sixty year old man and I'm a thirty year old man, you're not going to beat the shit out of me. Yeah, but if I'm a psychopath, cunning guy, I've got some fucking tricks up my sleeve. Is the Batman you're the Joker? Is the Batman not also a psychopath? He is. But what I'll I'm leave saying you is, with that thought. That, yeah, he is. He is. A, he is a psychopath. But what I'm saying is. Psychopath, the psychopath is a fucking. It sure is. It's something. Hey, hey guys, um, check your parts, man. Just make sure you're good, and then we're gonna play a little song for but you. Come on, you know what they say? Some things in life are bad. I can't wait they to be done with this song after this mess. season. We're gonna have to find a new one. I listened to a good one today. A dropkick when Murphy you're is going on out song. Always look on the light side of life. I understand what you're if saying. If life seems jolly rotten, I've got to go there's something you we'll change it up. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle. That's the thing. Hey, man. Thanks. That was a good Cheers, one. Cheers, bro. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see y'all.